Roger, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, really well, thanks. Can't wait to see Nick in action as he fights for a top four spot, final four spot, I should say, in the US Open. But he received another fine uh, for an audible obscenity in his win over, <laughs> over the world number one, Daniel Medvedev. So that's 23000 in fines for the tournament. But his favourite to win. And what impact do you think his doubles defeat with Tanasi Kokonakis will have heading into today's match? Uh, well, look, I think at the end of the day, it's a bit of a bonus for him, to be honest, because, you know, if you're in the doubles, you're, that's, that's energy energy out versus uh, con- con- saving the energy for a, for a singles run. And so, um, you know, they're, they're in it. They had some fun out there. It probably loosens him up a little bit, kills the day, and uh, he likes playing with the Nazi, so he gets a good vibe out there. So I, I guess, you know, there's some po- a lot of positivity around being around people that you're uh, that your mates with, and um, yeah, so they just would have got through the day. So nothing for this match because uh, Hatchinov is opponent. They've got a one-all record, and you know, and they, and they play tight matches, but they haven't played for a while. It's a new Nick Kyrgios, and um, uh, Carol Hatchinov would have, you know, he admits that that there's a different person up the other end of the court. So they're seeing the players in the locker room are seeing a different type of person um, on the match court, and uh, they've played, as you know, they've played a three-setter, a five-setter. Um, and the six out of their eight sets have been tie breaks. So there's a tight tennis in between there, but it's not the same version. And um, look, I just think pound for pound, uh, Hatchinov's a poor version, and no, no disrespect, a poor version of Medvedev. Um, he's got a bigger serve, big forehand, uh, pretty bland off the back of the court, competes really well, but um, you know, Nick's just got... He's just got too many ways to win points, and he's a disruptor with what he does and his positioning on the court. So I, I, I don't see that there might be a little bit of a, a tussle here, but I, I think it's Nick in uh, three sets there. And hey, I did give you you guys Nick in four sets. You did, I, last night? yeah. We gave you a wrap yesterday. Don't well, I did anyway. These two, yeah, did. No, we we did, Rog. We did. Hey, yeah. Rog, I want to pick up on that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank what you. what you said about Kyrgios, because I, I I sort of am a believer in. You've got to find what works best for you. And there's some athletes that, you know, would play tennis that all are thinking about their recovery and focus in on their, their next game. But for me, with Kyrgios, if he's got time on his hands, he seems to be a, a guy that could be easily distracted and, and not focus. So I think the doubles, the fact that he has to play the next day, actually helps him. Yeah, look, Loz, I think you're spot on. You know, we're all different beasts, aren't we? Mm. You know, you, you see your people that are extremely high energy stressed about what their recovery leads to look like and how long they need to do it. And they're so, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like fatiguing the way they've got to go through that and preparation and um, high intensity. And then there are others that sort of do very little and, uh, and also people that can't work out how to deal with their the dead time. I think in sports, one of the one of the killers, isn't it? We've yep. all been through at the time that that you are meant to recover and uh, there's downtime. How do we actually work our way through that? So, yeah, Nick, look, look, he he likes, you know, he likes he he admits it. He liked going out. He'd be he'd be going out. He'd be doing other things. Now he's actually staying quiet. Um, and I guess it's also the people around you. He seems to have a uh, you know settled into relationship. Um, those sort of things can help as well. And um, and look, he he's obviously found a, a pathway that you know the, he, he's obviously found a reason why he wants to be out there now. You know what what's his purpose, and and maybe there wasn't that purpose, and, and he's found that now. And, and when you do as a sportsman, I think a lot more things click, don't they? Don't they, Laws? 
They certainly <laughs> do. They do. <laughs> Roger, what about Nadal? I, I, again, I, I felt for him listening to his press conference. Um, I, I don't know if he was if he's fully fit. And he said something yesterday about he wants to sort some things in his life out. Do you know any more about that? Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I'm guessing Rafa would have, you know, had, hadn't lost uh, at a major and, and he, he would have, did, did Rafa would get to go to a major, uh, Clarky, and probably he'd, he'd have to be in a certain range before he decides to go. Yeah. Um, and so he, he, had he played a lot of them, enough matches, probably not for him. Uh, generally, if it was on a clay court, uh, clay court season, he would be able to get away with it a bit because he's so comfortable on the clay court. And um, so his body probably not a hundred percent, but he didn't use that. He said Francis Francis Tiafo, by the way, he's got a great backstory from from New York, a New Yorker. His father was uh, just servicing a tennis club and just and cleaning up a tennis club. So he would be his son Francis would be around him every day, and that's how he got a racket in his hand. Um, so it's, so it's a real Manhattan story, but. Um, yeah, and look, he's he's about to have a child as well, Rafa. So who knows what that looks like as well? You know, I'm not sure. There was, you know, I've had I know with some athletes where their their um, wives have been pregnant, and they've really struggled to keep their their eye on the prize as far as being on the tennis court or in the sporting arena because they felt like they needed to be at home and 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 being being looking after their partner. So um, you know, there's probably a little bit. You know, Rafa's probably in a little bit of an unsettled space, but um, you could definitely see the disappointment on his face. And um, but he, you know, you know, we know he's going to be back next year, and and he's he's already put that out there that I'll be back. And um, you know, it's a dark place. He actually said this press as well. It's a dark place at the moment. Straight after a match uh, for me, but um, every day I'll get up and and I'll be you know I'll be able to put some things forward as well. Ons Jabir just too good for Alia Tomjanovic yep. this morning. Yeah, yeah, quite. Uh, look, as you know, she's she's a, a player that offers you a little difficulty because there's variety in her game, and so you know, if you look at the the players that um, Isla had to beat leading up, obviously Serena, and then following that up again, um, is you've you've got to, you could see what was coming at you. Where uh, on she actually has a lot of variety, different sort of spins. Um, you know, and and really believes that she she potentially now can go and win a major and. Uh, so yeah, the, the great run from Isla. The what I like from Isla is that we're now seeing her in the second week of majors, so sh- she will start to feel like that's where she belongs when she walks into in, into any of the majors. That she can see how she can navigate her way through that first week, get into the second week, and you know we're going to have we've got we've got uh, on the men's side we're going to have a, a new men's US Open champion. No one has been into. Uh, has won a major in in on any of the men's side. Nick Kyrgios, by the way, is the oldest player still left in the men's draw at 27. Who would have thought that, right? So, yeah. um, so that so that's actually something, you know. So, is that a changing of the guard? Obviously, Novak's not here, so uh, there's a bit of an asterisk near it. But um, you know, there is a there's a is a real change in in what we're seeing at the moment. And on the women's side. Uh, Schweitek, number one seed, obviously is uh, a Grand Slam champion. But outside of that, uh, there's no US Open champion. And I think Coco Goff is playing tonight against Caroline Garcia of France, um, who's, who's having a, a, a resurgence in her career. Um, Coco Goff's going to be uh, one to watch. I've, I've just got a feeling she might do something quite exciting here as a young 18-year-old and American um, now with Serena out. She hasn't dropped the set. Um, and she's one to watch um, moving through.
Well, you're in winning form, Rog. So, Kyrgios, three sets to love, $2.30, 3250 assuming we're not going the catch-and-of options. So, how many sets does he do it in? Uh, yeah, no, I think Nick, Nick in three sets. I, I mean, I, you know, yep, you can have a lazy set, but I just think Nick's uh, he's just got a little bit too much. And he's enjoying the court, enjoying the environment. The crowd, the crowd are really enjoying him, so it's a lot in his favour. Three sets to love, $2.30 with tab for Nick Kyrgios this morning. Rog, thanks so much. Enjoy. We'll chat Friday. See you, boys. Have a good day.